Hi, I'm Corey Carl, host of Moms at Midnight, where all of us moms get together in the middle of the night. Whether you're here because you stayed up till midnight to get some alone time and wrap up the daily tasks, or you're up in the middle of the night for that sick kiddo or late night feed, you're welcome here. This is our not-so-secret secret club that's exclusive, but everyone's invited. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Moms at Midnight. We are pulling a Moms at 9.30 p.m. because Daylight Savings has absolutely wrecked our bedtime schedule. But we are here. I'm here with an awesome, hilarious person who I went to high school with. This is like another high school friend that I'm pulling in. I'm just like digging down into like the roots of my relationships, pulling them out of the, the like the woodwork here with my high school friends. But she is awesome. So I have Megan here. So hey, say everyone say hey to Megan. Hey guys. <laughs> and we are, okay. So if you don't already follow Megan on Instagram, like you're going to have to, her handle is what making Megan moves. Is that right? M E G A N. Yes. That's okay. You right. got to follow it because like, <laughs> that's why I have her on here. Cause I just, oh my gosh, I just resonated so much with like the feral children posts oh my where gosh. it's like, what is my child doing right now? And why are they doing it? And I was like, okay, we have to have an episode where we just like, Talk about all things, just shenanigans. Like literally, what are they doing and why? And like, did we do this? Like, did we do this to our parents? Because I just feel like I was a way better kid than my kids are to me. Oh, but I, also, I, like, maybe it's mom karma where I just like blocked out how bad I was. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think that we could probably go on for <laughs> days about what our children are doing. Oh, absolutely. It, it's. It's I try. I tried to like prune it down to just like a few like pointed questions. Yeah, it's but we'll just see where the night takes us. We'll just see where we go. We'll just see. Who knows? <laughs> the vibe. Who knows what we'll dive into tonight? Okay, so to just start us off, I feel like to just get the conversation rolling, the first question I have for you is a pretty. I mean, it's a pretty basic one. It's a general question. I feel like you could ask a mom. Um, what is the craziest thing? Do you think your children have ever done? Oh, hold on. Okay, hold on. Let me pause. I need to backtrack for two seconds. You need to tell the people, because I know how many kids you have, but the people don't know how many kids you have. So tell how many kids you have, genders, and age. Okay. So I have two children. Um, I have a son who is four and a half and Mm -hmm. daughter who is two and a half. Um, Married. My husband's name is Kyle, just FYI, because he probably will come up a time or two. But... Um, but yeah, they are best friends. They are wild and unhinged at times, but mm-hmm. we love them. Obviously. <laughs> or we would just these tiny sell them on the black market. I know, right? I'm like, <laughs> how much can we sell them for? Honestly, like, I think we could get a pretty penny. <laughs> okay, so what is the craziest thing they have done? This is like a really hard question just because I'm thinking back through all of the last four and a half years and I'm like oh my gosh what is the craziest thing so really more recently this came up and it's just gotten a little out of hand and so moms of boys you have boys yes um they are just crazy so my son has a four-wheeler and it's just one oh of golly battery. girl you brave yeah it's just one of those battery-powered four-wheelers you know like it's supposed is to- it a ride upon though or a ride in Right upon. Ooh. Yeah. But it's like it runs off a battery. Like you Yeah, talk. yeah. My daughter loves to go on the four wheel four wheelers. So she begs and begs and begs. And so the other day, actually, I this was probably the scariest and craziest. My son has started just like whipping this four wheeler around our backyard. So they're taking off and I'm just like watching this in slow-mo, like yelling from the porch. And he goes through the playset where the swings are, hooks the four wheeler <gasps> on the swing and flips the thing over. Stop. Yeah. I can literally just the- picture this happening and you're just like running yeah. in slow motion. <laughs> like no. I off running, like no shoes on, just like barefoot through all the pine cones, like <gasps> and they're fine. They're perfectly oh, fine. Naturally. Laughing. 
they're literally laughing. And I'm like, you almost just like got crushed. And so that for me was like, if that was crazy, that was crazy. Like that was yeah. <laughs> like the wildest thing where I'm just like, y'all just about lost your lives. It was but, literally a close call. Oh my God. Oh, and gosh. So, and <gasps> my husband, like, we need to get some helmets. Like oh, they yeah. gotta have like body armor on it, the whole thing, but they're so stinking cute when they ride on it. My daughter just cheeses from ear to ear. She's oh, like, I'm sure. Looking at you like, look at me. It's like, like <laughs> zooming around the backyard. It's, She's going to be that girl that's, like, chasing after the boys that ride motorcycles. Oh, for sure. Or <laughs> riding one. like she's... Right, right, right. The boys will be chasing her because she rides motorcycles. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay. I think the craziest thing my kids have ever done, oh, God, literally, you're right. Like, when you have a boy, it's like, what do I even tell you people? Because, like, just show up to my house one day and they'll yeah. top the thing they did yesterday. Oh, <laughs> Okay, so I would say, for me, the craziest thing my kids have ever done is I was, like, inside my house. Now, in in my backyard, I have, like, a 10-foot, like, brick wall privacy fence. So, it's, like, it's a a privacy fence, but it's made out of brick. So, it's it's literally a brick wall. It's a brick wall in my backyard. And it is, like, 10 to 12 feet tall. Like, it's a tall brick wall. And it's great. I love it because, like, it's, like, private and, like, it's tall enough that it's not even, like, it's taller than a regular privacy fence. So, it's great. Like, the kids yeah. can throw the, throw the ball against it. It's, it's awesome. Except for when your children think, oh, you know what a, a great idea would be? <laughs> if we scaled it and then just, okay. like, walked across on our hands and knees. You know, that's a, that's a great idea. We should definitely do that. So they were doing that and like they had made it like halfway across the wall before I had like, I was like, where are they in the yard? Like looking for them. And then I look up and they are, it, it, I kid you not, it was like a pack of feral cats just crawling across the top of my brick wall. And I was like, what are you doing? There are like two <laughs> giant pit bulls on the other side of the fence. Oh, like, no. if you fall off, you will be maimed. You will be yeah. maimed. You oh. are, this is it. This is, the, this is the end of your life. If you fall onto the other side of this wall. That's not even if you fall off on my side and break your arm. Like, what are you, what are you doing? They just but like, they were care. like, this is a great idea. This oh. is a great idea. I was like, if you ever do this again. They're like tiny drunk people. Oh yes, girl. They I'm are. Like... That is literally <laughs> that so irresponsible, completely irrational. They're always cannot be reasoned with. Always trying to off themselves. Oh like... yeah, for sure. How far can <laughs> I push this until death is imminent? I know. Like literally, yes. Yes. Okay, so in that same kind of vein of just like shenan- shenaniganery. What is the most expensive thing that your children have destroyed or maybe they have done this thing and now you're at the hot, the ER and you're, you have a bill that's, you know, out your ears expensive. Yeah. So what has cost you the most money that they have done? So this is like a weird one because I have somehow, and I've got a knock on wood here. Yeah, you do. Because. I've somehow like been very lucky in the front of like my children have not colored on my walls. They haven't done anything that has like been so crazy that like we can't fix it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't like probably going to wake up tomorrow to chaos, but I know I'm jinxing you right now. (laughs) This is what I've learned. You just have to say. This is what I've learned to not jinx yourself. This is the phrase you use. You said they have not yet. Not yet. But they could very well do it in any second. But they have not yet done this. So there's one time. That gets you out of the jinx. Yeah. But one time when my son was like very young, he was just learning to like grab things like and hold objects, you know, Mm -hmm. like six or seven months, uh, you know, and like he's starting to like really like chunk his um rattle thing like up and down and he's just like shaking that thing you know right yeah I'm like okay yeah and like so 
literally a day before my husband had just got a brand new 60 inch I think it was like it was a big old tv oh golly and like it was the you know the type of tv we have nowadays like the thin ones I'm Mm -hmm. so so, like old like I'm I don't want to talk about it I don't want to talk about it (laughs) and he had just got done setting this thing up and literally we're in the living room and my son is flinging his rattle he lets go of the rattle and it slams <gasps> the TV screen well you know they make tv so cheap these days i grew mm-hmm. up i grew up with like a big box tv that was oh yeah cheap. girl i mean that thing still works today indestructible okay? yeah and now these tvs that they make they're like you even touch them with your finger and they shatter Yes. They don't shatter like glass. The like the screen shatters. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's like a spider web, yeah. Yeah. So the thing shatters across the the screen and my husband <gasps> and I just look at each other and it was like probably like a thousand dollars, twelve hundred dollars. And I was just like, I had to laugh. I'm like I mean, oh, yeah, because what else are you gonna do with a baby? Yeah. So, anyways, um that was so upsetting. My husband was so sad because it was like Sunday Sunday football (gasps) (sighs) but you know what are you gonna do like right um so but my husband got the tv the tv replaced because we had just got it and so there was like some warranty so he didn't actually end up having to like pay for it but why it was like the shock factor was there still though oh yeah and so now it's like scarred us for life like oh yeah if there's anything being thrown around in in the living room we're like no (laughs) (laughs) keep it away from the tv it is precious yeah it is my precious oh my gosh yeah that was kind of wild but um no i've been fortunate to have you know so far yeah not anything like super super terrible so hopefully that's good mine have i so the i don't have like an instance where it's like like that where it's like a one-time thing but i feel like just gradually over time it's just like accumulating yeah i get that it's like you know the, the the marker on the wall is definitely for real here there's there was a time that we had like a baby gate so like when Caleb my youngest was really little we would put the baby gate up so that he could either be in the playroom or in the living room yeah and the other kids would be in the opposite room so that we could kind of like because they play really rowdy so and it ended up backfiring horribly because we put the baby gate up but then it just became one of those like sled pushes you know that the football players do and they would just run into it full force until it just flew out of my wall so now I just have holes now I just have holes in the wall where a baby gate used to be oh it's okay mine yeah they haven't slammed into it but they've swung on it like oh yeah put on it and so it's been Mm -hmm. been yeah (laughs) mine have taken recently to and I remember doing this as a kid too so like they did it and I was like oh it's so nostalgic but I they would um they're starting to climb the door frames. So like Oh yeah, I did like that. spider crawl up the door frames and just like chill at the top. I used to think I was so cool. I, I was like, to- man, I'm like a superhero. I'm at the top of the door frame. And then there was like footprints and handprints all over my oh, parents. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But, it was- but yes. That's we've also been to the ER several times because my children are so special they just have done stupid things yeah oh I'm sorry it's fine I mean it is what it is my one kid drank salt so just for the record out there if your kid drinks salt call poison control because it's not good for the system like dry your cells out yeah and yeah yeah I was a six hour monitor in the ER and two IV blood draws Oh my goodness. That was so fun. It was not. It was not fun at all. The poison control person was like, yeah, if your kid at that weight had a teaspoon or more, I was like, that is like barely any salt. Yeah. That's I put not- about that much on his green beans. Like, wh- what? And they're like, yeah. I guess I like what? Once. I don't know. Ugh. Yeah. So anyways, that's a fun fact for you today. Thanks. But, um, okay, so what is, let's see, I might skip around on these questions here. Okay. Let's see, what is one thing that you have said to your kids 
that you never thought would come out of your mouth? Okay, I know that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, hopefully I don't get in trouble for this, but. No, girl, you're going to be fine. It's all good. This is a safe space. I never thought that I would ever say this, but I have looked at my kids and said, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) On more occasions than not, you like, and (laughs) I literally, when I, when like, say like, I never would have thought, but like. There have been times where I've walked in and like the kids are just like dumping Doritos or some kind of chips. Yeah. Dumping the bag out. And I'm like, what the F are you doing? Yeah. Like what? What is the point? <laughs> Please tell me the point. And they're, they just look at me like, huh? And I'm like, oh my God. What's wrong with this, mom? Oh my God. So yeah, I've definitely dropped the F bomb. Um <laughs> on my kids and hey it happens it happens but I will say that the worst thing that came from that was um my son went to school and dropped the (gasps) f-bomb so then you know I had to have that nice conversation and I'm like this is a word that it's an adult word (laughs) it's a mommy daddy word I told him these are inside words like there you go that's right yeah, but here. You know, if you tell a kid not to say something, like they're totally gonna say. It. So, oh, for sure. Like eat crow and be like, you know what? Yeah. And I looked <laughs> at her and I was like, I'm not that type of mom that's gonna look at you and be like, oh my god, where did my child learn that? Like, learned it from <laughs> me. Like, yeah, that was me. Like, was he full, got it. Yeah, full like, on me. Yeah. So my I was like, I'm so sorry. And then I looked at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> Just <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. That's but amazing. It, yeah. It's something I'm not super proud of, but also, like, sometimes it's just hard. And motherhood is hard. And you just you just sometimes got to just let it out. Yeah. And for sure. Then, you know, you just move on. That's and, hysterical. Yeah. So. Well, they do. But they do these things that there's, like, what other words are there? For the thing that you just did. Like, so there was a time that Camden, I like went into the kitchen and I was like, what is going on here? And he had taken eggs, like raw eggs. Oh no. And like cracked them and put them in a, a red solo cup. And then he got some packs of emergency from the pantry and opened those up and dumped them in the red cell cup with some water and I was like what and he and he and he fed it to my my baby oh my god and I was like what that's one of those moments where you're like yeah. there are no other words for that there are like literally salmonella, salmonella. <laughs> yeah, there are literally no other words for that. I was like, do I call poison control? No, it's salmonella. I'm just going to monitor for vomiting <laughs> and flush him with fluids. That's, That's what they're going to tell me to do. Like, people drink raw eggs all the time. He'll be fine. I'm sure. Yeah, but they're psychopaths. Like, yeah, and then it was like, there were like, there were just like random spills like all through my house of just like this like emergency surprise. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I was like this. This is insane. They also like to take the big containers of Nesquik and just like eat out of them. Yeah. No, that's, uh, I, that would be a WTF moment for me. Oh, but 10 out of 10. I mean, there's so many. Like, how yeah. you even put them into like one podcast? I mean, I can think of times that my kids have literally like just pooped in the backyard. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Reminded me. Oh my God. You just asked the craziest thing. I don't know which question this applies to. I just thought. No, go for it. That's what this is about. It's because I feel like we're just going to keep talking and more things are just going to pop into our head. We're like, yes, that. Okay. (laughs) Speaking of poop, the craziest thing that my son has ever done, which like, I think he was like, he was walking at this point because he was able to walk, whatever. I had him like naked after bath time in his room and he was just like crawling around, like doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like walking around, you know, I, I let the kids like kind of dry off and oh my God, he walks over to the corder and like there's <gasps> our, um, 
our vents are in the floor <gasps> of our house, like the air vents. Uh-huh. And look over at him and he's squatting. Mm-mm. And I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-mm. And like just doing the, t- you know, the, the child's, the toddler squat where they just like squat there mm-hmm. and like they, because they don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. I'm like, no. And I like go running over there. He dropped a deuce in the vent. <gasps> and like, literally, I was like, what do, like, what do I do? <gasps> and I like screamed for Kyle. And I'm like, oh my God, he pooped in the air vent. <laughs> the whole house is good. Oh my God. Yeah. That was probably the craziest thing. Like as in, and that was just when we had one kid. And so like, I think as a, as a mom, like, I'm like, okay, is this what's about this to happen? Is my, this is just my life now. <laughs> yeah. Just... You get through the newborn stage and you're like, all right, I'm, I'm doing good. And then they start to walk and whatever. And then you're just like, all right. And then like, oh, they're going to poop in air vents. Cool. Like, who really... is prepared? No one. No, literally no one prepares you for that there was a time go ahead go ahead take, no just we had to take the thing off and like excavate <laughs> <laughs> no there was a time that it was like everyone in my, I think I can't remember who was still in diapers but there were children in diapers and we had come home and everyone had pooped like the whole house just reeked. I was like, how is it possible for oh you God. to smell this terrible? Okay, so we have two dogs. We have a Weimaraner and we have, um, we didn't have the other dog at the time. So it was just the Weimaraner. And we had a brand new baby and she was like crazy protective of the brand new baby. So we had had her in the backyard and we had thought like the way our house is there's like a front half of the house and like a back half of the house and you can kind of close off the back half of the house and so that's where we had her it was like in the backyard and yeah in the back half of the house well we opened up all the windows and Calvin opened up the front door to like air the house out well god bless it this little old lady was walking down the street and um Sage thought she was a threat so she just busted out the front door like a freaking psycho and was like barking at the lady. And I like ran out in the front yard and I was like, don't worry. She's not going to bite you. Like, it's fine. She's not going to bite you. And the lady was like, she already bit me. And I was like, what did she uh, just say to me? Oh, yes. Sage had bit the little old lady right in her left butt cheek. <laughs> she did. She bit her right on the butt. Oh, my God. Yes. She okay, this is like a whole saga though. She bit her on the butt. The lady called animal control. Animal control showed up to my house. We had a court date. We had to pay her medical bills because she apparently went to the doctor because the dog broke skin and then she had to get all these shots. And I was like, What is happening right now? The lady That's came for my crazy. throat. I just sit in court alone. I was crying. Oh, it was terrible. That's awful. It was all because my kids pooped. Jeez. All because my kids pooped. Yeah, that poop. You never up. know. Like, you think that oh, you in the ass. Yeah, it does. Like you think you think oh, I'll get pooped on. You know, like that's a thing that happens like with the babies. But you never you, the level of destruction that poop can have on your life is like astronomical. Oh, and like no sure. one tells you that. Like for the oh, record, my. all you moms that are new that are listening that have newborns, like poop will when continue to destroy your life. They poop after the bath. Oh, like come on, bro! I just cleaned that. Like if I had a dollar for every time we took my son out of the bath and he pooped on my husband's foot, stop, or leg, or like something. Like it's like every time I'd hand him to Kyle, he'd and it would and Kyle would be like, "I'm gonna throw up." I'm gonna throw up. Okay, just, just throw wash up. it off, man. Throw up, yeah. clean up. Just make it in the to- throw it up in the toilet at least. So I don't have two messes to clean up. Hilarious. oh my gosh that's a good one okay so in this so in the same kind of like so that's one thing we we stemmed all of this from one thing you thought you would never say which led to just a bunch of wtf stories but <laughs> what is one thing that you said your kid would never do like i for me i had said like my kid will never scream in a high-pitched voice like that is not a thing that my children will do and that i should have never said it. i should have literally never i don't know why i said that yeah, that's dumb. They do it all the time. 
my one kid can't whistle Caden can't whistle so he just like shrieks <laughs> like get the dogs to come back in so like Calvin and I will whistle for the dogs and he'll try and whistle but he ends up just being like and I'm That's like <laughs> trying to whistle it is cute oh. except for when he does it like a lot and really loud <laughs> oh I know my kids see that too especially when I'm like overstimulated like cooking dinner trying to do all the things and then they just like start screaming and I'm like okay I've got to exit like I'm about to go get a hotel room and just leave yeah. because <laughs> I'll be back level of like noise anymore oh. I don't know like there's a few things that I can think of like the typical ones like oh my kids aren't gonna have screen time like uh-huh. you know oh those parents that just give their kids a phone at the dinner table like I so do that okay I was stupid when I said I wouldn't do that <laughs> and I was naive and I was a child like right I'm sorry but like just because my parents didn't have that does not mean that we don't need to get with the times people hey man like, sister if it gives me five minutes or 10 minutes of peace or just to eat your food. Yeah. Or like, like can I just, will you just watch something. this so I can eat my food? Yeah. Because yeah. I can't but, eat when you're on top of me. Yeah. We're living in the future people. Okay. Yeah, we like, are. We're going to do it. So <laughs> that's like probably the biggest thing that I was like, <laughs> no. And I totally break that. But I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things. It's like junk food and like all of this mm-hmm. cool stuff that I like always said I would never do. But then I married a junk food junkie. <gasps> yes. And so it's like, there's no hope. Yeah. He introduced my children to chips. Really? Um, I And then like, I don't know. I think like there was a, also like a, a part of me that was like, oh, I'm going to dress my kids so cute. Oh, and- yeah. And put them in the cutest outfits. And then, like, my children were born. And I was like, first of all, I don't like to dress cute. I wear sweats. Why would I put my baby in a pair of blue jeans? Right. Or, like, stupid button-up shirt. Like, I'm not putting a baby in that. <laughs> so, like, I just always, like, said, like, oh, no, I'm going to just dress them. So, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, y'all are wearing onesies all day. All day. Every like, day. <laughs> and if you crap on it, I'm throwing it away. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. it every day up in here <laughs> yes um, we don't care so uh, that, there's a lot of things that I think uh, parents or people that don't have children like easily can pass judgment on and be like mm-hmm. oh, ever gonna do that and uh, you know what just good luck right because you don't know until you know you really don't and I remember my sister who had a, a child before I did like I remember her looking at me and being like okay talk to me whenever you have your own kid because right. I would stuff like that you know it'd be like I would never yeah and I swear like okay she was right <laughs> she was right she was right just for the record that is so true though like because you have this idea of like before you have kids and like like when you're trying especially like when you're like trying to get to have kids or if you're pregnant and you're kind of like thinking about oh what kind of mom am I gonna be like I'm gonna be the mom that you know, purees their own food, the the food for them. Like, I'm not going to make their food. Like, I'm not going to get the, you know, the jarred food. Oh, the jarred food. No, like, I'm going to, I'm going to bake the sweet potatoes and puree them myself. And like, you think you have this like idealistic picture of what you're going to be like as a mom. And then they, then they get here and you're like, I don't even know. I don't know you. Like I'm I'm literally learning who you are. Yeah. I think I tell all new moms, I'm like, listen, like I wish I hadn't put so much pressure on myself Mm -hmm. and just like whatever you got to do to survive and you're keeping your child alive and they're healthy. Like that's enough. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. Like you don't have to, you know, first of all, do you know how long it takes to bake sweet potatoes? Right. I've just recently started baking sweet potatoes quite often. It and is it's way longer crap. than a baked potato. Way longer. It's way longer. And it's like sticky. It's kind of chaotic. And it's like, I don't like it. So I can't even believe that I actually thought. I did think that I would do that too. Like, oh, I'm going to bake their stuff. I'm going to steam it. What are they, they steam all the fruit and whatever. <laughs> yeah, blend it up. 
God, like y'all are wild. I mean, hats off to those that do it. Right. There were times that I was like, I did figure this thing out that like I could get a can of carrots. It was cheaper to get a can of carrots and to get like a can of green beans and to pour those in the blender. Yeah, that's easy. Because that's just a can opener in the blender, you know, like, yeah, but the whole like, I'm going to steam it. And then like, I had the steamer and everything. Like I had the whole system. I was oh like, God. I'm going to do this. Okay. And then, then You're... I, then I didn't, <laughs> but I didn't do it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, you know, just like lower your expectations to zero. <laughs> just, you know, you don't know until you know. Okay. So let's see what has been the most surprising thing about motherhood. What surprised me the most is how you can feel so much happiness and so much fear and anxiety all at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, you just really aren't prepared for that. Oh. But that's what surprised me is that, like, you know, you're just, you love this person, this tiny human, and you're just so happy. But then you're still so lost Mm -hmm. and you're like, Hey, how do I feel all of these things at once? Right. And, and honestly, to continue on that thought, and like the thing that really shocks me is like wanting, or I guess, and I don't know if this answered your question, but I guess one of the things that really surprised me the most was like how badly I wanted my children to get older, mm-hmm. but same. Yeah. Like you crave that next stage, but then you're also like, but I'm going to miss you when you're this little. Right. And it's like, but, but it's because you're so engrossed in like Mm -hmm. the grow and like the struggle of that stage of like the parenting and the toddlerhood or the infant stage, whatever stage you're in, you're just like, oh my God, when is this going to end? When is this going to end? And you're like, oh, are they ever going to sleep and this and that? So you're like, oh, I can't wait till they turn four months old or three or six months old oh yeah, they'll be doing this at that age. And then I can have a little bit of freedom here, but then crying because you're like, oh my God, why exactly. you grow up? so that was really shocking too. It was mm-hmm. like, I want both of you, right. I want, I want my baby back, but I want you to be independent so that I can get a little bit of exactly life back, you know, yeah. so that, that was kind of it's, and I'm still learning that. I mean, for that's sure. Ever- for sure. And I think we will until they're like old and then we start all back over with the grandbabies. Right? Like, it's just perpetual. I'm going to be looking at pictures of ba- them as babies after this. I know. Right? And reminiscing. Oh, you were so cute and tiny and you didn't talk back. I know. Let's go back to that. Um, I feel like, yes, like all of those things. Yes, yes, yes. And I, and it's just, I feel like I expected to feel like low lows and high highs like but I expected it to be more of like a roller coaster like I feel low and now I feel high and now I feel like medium and now I feel like normal and now I feel like really happy but like it's the simultaneous feelings that are confusing yeah like it's simultaneously feeling really happy but also so so alone like I did not I did not expect to have the feelings at the same time like that that's hard what gets pro- you yeah it's hard to process all of those feelings mm-hmm. and um I don't think that people realize that sometimes <laughs> right right well because they think it's like one it has to be like one or the other and I don't think that many people just like call it like it is where it's like no you can feel well, yeah. both <laughs> think about it you're regulating how you feel how your children feel how your spouse feels I mean really like as a mother I mean and I'm not saying all that dads don't do this in some capacity but I feel like moms you know kind of lead the charge that way of like mm-hmm. you set the tone, like and you're responsible for how everybody else is feeling in the household too yeah then and it's like you know it's a lot it is a lot it is a lot and like it's one of those things too where if you just ignore your mental state like it just makes everything worse like because I went through like a stage where I was like oh well I'm just gonna like push my feelings down like I'm just gonna power through and it didn't it literally didn't help anything like it just compounded you know and when I finally like took a step back and was like you know what like 
I'm going to recognize how I feel right now and I'm going to feel my feeling and then I'm, and I'm going to feel it for a moment and then I'm going to move on from it. But like sitting, like trying to just push it all down and then it would just explode instead Uh, of just like taking a moment to feel it. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think everybody has gone through that. Mm -hmm. Important to say, and I know that we're supposed to be like talking about all the chaos, but I feel like this is part of that. Oh, it is for sure. All the things that we go through as moms and you know, you're, you're raising people like Mm -hmm. you're raising literal people. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like they're going to grow up and be us one day. (laughs) Like like our age. gave us this responsibility. (laughs) Who who thought that I could do this? I know. I'm going to find you and I want you to recheck my resume. Roll the interview tape back. (laughs) Like who let me raise humans? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So you kind of, we kind of started down this question route, but what do you think? So you talked about stages, right? Like they're in this stage and like, but I really wish they would be in this stage. Like, what do you think so far has been like the most fun stage that you, cause you're, you're at four and a half now. So what has been like the most fun stage? So uh, far? This is so hard. Um, for me personally, so there's two parts to this for me personally as a mother and I'm talking about like the true maternal instincts of like I am a creator of human beings like Mm -hmm. (laughs) right yeah for me my favorite part that I thrive in is the infant stage love it um I absolutely love when they're baby babies now Mm -hmm. I don't love not sleeping that's hard but I feel like I really, really thrive there. And that's where I do my best momming, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And then, so once they transition into like, you know, talking and doing toddler things, um, I struggle with that more. Mm-hmm. Like I'm mm-hmm. not, like, my husband is the fun parent. He's so fun. He's just like a big kid. And so once they like, you know, are more interactive, like, I feel like he kind of takes the, yeah. the baton and like, he's the super fun one. But for, for me, I also feel like it, it makes me think of like where my son is at right now. He is in pre-K and he is like so freaking smart. Mm-hmm. And I just love how, how smart he is. Yeah. And that's also really cool is yeah. like watching him learn through school and then coming home and like he's just rattling things off like about right. rhombuses and squares. Yeah. And, and that for me and like talking to him about like his friends and, and mm-hmm. the way that he like rationalizes things. Yeah. Really cute. And like, so innocent, like today he came home and he's like, mommy, this kid named so-and-so in my class hit so-and-so. <laughs> right. While, the while, drama, the team, mom, we the team mom. Ninjas and, blah, blah, blah. and like tells me this whole story. And like, to him, it's just like the most important thing in the world, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I love that. Mm-hmm. So that has been I so like fun. them both. No. Yeah. There's no. something special about every stage for sure, I feel like. Yeah. The hardest stage for me is the twos. Both of our kids have been hard with the twos, and I know that's a cliche, but like just your yeah. ter- your kids were terrible twos. Yeah, and my daughter's currently going through it and she's a nut. <laughs> I mean I love to. Yeah. Okay. Well, I <laughs> am like about to lose it over here. I'll take her. I'll take her for a little while. Oh, I'll bring her I, back, but I'll take her so for a little while. Funny. I love a two-year-old. She's so funny, but like, oh my god, mischievous. Oh yeah. See, that's how my three-year-olds are. That's so, so like I'm. I can. I can get down with a two-year-old. Like you're still cute enough that when you do the mischievous thing, I'm just like, okay, but you're really cute still. I know. So like, it's that's, okay. That's, but when they get to be three, I'm like, uh-uh. Yeah. No, she looks. You like ain't cute me. no more. He's like, no, mommy. And I'm like, oh, God, like, I don't even know what to do with you right now. But I mean, absolutely, she's going to be like the CEO of a company one day. For sure. For sure. The world. That's why I like, I love the twos, the threes. I literally, when they turn three, like, you can just take them away from me. Yeah. You can have them for a year and then bring (laughs) them back, bring them back when they're four. Um, Because I'll miss them. 
but I will not miss the three-year-old version of them. Like, I don't think I will miss the three-year-old version of any of my children. Yeah. I, I just, I do not, I do not like them when they're three. Like, I love them unconditionally, but I do not like yeah. them very much well, they when they're of, three. kind of get an attitude. They do. And, like, yeah. they think they're grown, but I'm like, you are three. Yeah. They you get are an attitude and they think, like, they will argue with you. Yeah. Argue. Three my going dad, on 13. Yeah, I'm like, I do that too. He would this just, is just like a preview to my future. Yes. They're crazy. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this is something that I feel like you do a really good job of. At least, at least this is what your social media presents. But you seem like you are able though to like see all these moments that are just like, why? And just like, like with the TV, like you just laughed. So, like, how do you, when these crazy things happen, like, find the humor in it and, like, still, like, obviously there are times where all of us are just, like, I would rather sit, like, on the floor in the fetal position and just, like, cry. (laughs) But, like, you seem like you do a fairly decent job of, like, choosing the laughter and, like, choosing to, like, make light of it. So, how? Tell us how. Um, I think it's a coping mechanism. <laughs> so really, you're just like, um, well, if you just want to be a little crazy. Trauma response. No, but seriously, <laughs> I, I think that it's important. And this is, you know, kind of goes hand in hand with your question. But like, I think one of the biggest lessons for me as a parent has been choosing your battles. Mm-hmm. And I like. I used to get so wound up about stuff. Like I would just, like, I was neurotic. Like I'd be like, Oh my God, God, this is on the floor. Like we have to pick it up. Mm -hmm. And I just like, I hated that version of myself. Yeah. And so I just kind of like have to, Mm you know, and like choosing it, I, it, I guess it really is like a choice. Like, and it kind of made me think of like what we were just talking about how like when you're really frustrated with your children or like you're trying to like do something or you just got upset with them but then they do something really funny and you like kind of have to force yourself to laugh Mm -hmm. like just because it's like I want my kids to see me happy yeah like and that for me is one of the most important things is like I want my kids to remember their mom as being happy Mm -hmm. and not yelling at them all the time I mean let's be real we yell at our kids. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, but like, I want them to remember me like laughing with them, you know? And, yeah. Like, yeah. It actually happened earlier this evening. Like my daughter built this massive tower of, of magnetiles mm-hmm. and she put them up on the table by the, by the couch. And so like, they're really tall up and then they get knocked over. Right. And it's like this big commotion loud everywhere. Oh, yeah. Well, she's looking at me like, Oh God. And I look at her and I just start laughing. Right. And yeah. She, and I'm like, it's okay. Even though inside I'm like, I'm going to have to clean home. <laughs> but like, <laughs> you know, I try my really, really hardest and I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Like at all. But I try so hard to like, just find some humor and stuff like that because yeah. like, you're going to go crazy. And for sure, like it, it really is just a giant shit show. Like, yeah. oh, it is 100%. Like, these kids like you're just living day to day and you're just trying to get through the next moment and it's like everything could be going really great and then at the drop of the hat something happens and how you respond to that is how I think your children are going to respond to that mm-hmm. and, and how they're going to behave and so um I just try to like roll with it and mm-hmm. I honestly like I am like a huge jokester my husband's a huge jokester like we are just not very serious people yeah um like when it comes to like just life like right right us so you know that's also makes it really easy for sure for sure sure. it's that's awesome I love that and it's that is so true that like the kids they pick up on our reactions to like different circumstances and they mimic it so like yeah we are going to blow up about adversity and like have this big emotional outburst when we experience something difficult like how can we expect them to not also have irrational outbursts when things are difficult like but if we show like oh it's fine like we're just gonna try again and maybe we'll get it this time or like 
oh my gosh, yeah, the tower fell. But like, didn't it make a really fun sound? Like, it's one of those things where like how we react to adversity is going to like pave this mental path of or pattern of like how they will eventually. And so like when they get to be in high school or whatever, playing a sport and like something gets difficult, they're not just going to like throw their bat on the ground and run away. Like they're going to be like, man, that really sucks that I struck out. Probably shouldn't embarrass myself like that again. You know, like they'll make light of it and then just try harder, you know? So that's spot on. That's exactly how I, I feel about it. And I think that that's like just trying to kind of break like generational, I don't want to say like trauma, right? Right. necessarily how I experienced it, but like, just, I feel like our generation is trying really, really hard to like focus on how our children are feeling well we want to raise like emotionally emotionally literate kids exactly and like I think that that's one of the hardest parts of being like a millennial parent is Mm -hmm. like how we are transitioning between like how our parenting our parents style of parenting was versus how we are trying to right right and like it's just it's so hard but it is yeah well because I mean if you even think back to like I feel like our parents even did a little bit better than the generation before them though, you know, where it was like, like my grandparents, like, I don't think that my grandpa, like, I mean, he was so hands-off, I think, raising kids and it was like all on my grandma. And then like, I feel like my parents, like my dad was like a little bit more hands-on and like they kind of shared it. And like this generation, I feel like we see a lot more hands-on dads. Like you talked about like when they get to this age, like you hand the baton over, you know, to Kyle and you're like your turn. Like, and like, I don't, my grandpa would not have taken the baton. Like he wouldn't, he would not have done it. He would have been like, um, no thanks. He would have been like, I'm going to chuck this out the window. Like, good luck. Like, bye. Definitely have more hands on dads. I have like an amazing husband. He is like such a good dad. Yeah. Um, in all aspects I mean literally the best dad that's in the world. awesome and I love that yeah and so you know we're just we're, we're just, just trying to do better than and like that's that's like the I hope that my kids you know do better than I did like I hope yeah. they take the best of what I did and they like make it even better I think so, all of us want yeah for sure for sure okay well the last question I have which I feel like I essentially I feel like we should just if you could summarize, you know, all of the, the little uh, wisdom nuggets that we dropped along the way, it's just, you know, what would, what piece of advice could you give someone that is in this crazy season of just like, cause toddlerhood and like young children is just, it's just chaos. Like you um, literally feel like you have feral creatures that you are trying to teach to be domesticated. Like I am taking you from the wild. <laughs> I removed you from the wolves that tried to raise you. And like, I'm trying to teach you how to be like a human domesticated yeah. human. So like if you could summarize the nuggets and give a piece of advice, what yeah, would you say? For sure. I think I can summarize this. Um, okay. You got it, girl. We, we can talk all, all night if we wanted to, Absolutely. but like, um, to some, like really simply put, and I think I've already said this, but like pick your battles, people. Yeah. Like it is not like I have seriously had to like work on this because it's like not everything deserves a reaction. Okay. Right. Like if it costs you your peace, it's not worth it. Exactly. Like if your child is having a moment and like they can't figure out how to put on their shoes and they're just like freaking out, like it's so easy as a parent to just be like, figure it out. You know how to do it, blah, blah. But like, is it worth the meltdown that's about to happen? Right. You know, just put their shoes on and like, mm-hmm. move, on. or like whatever else they have going on. Yeah. Like kids are so, they just don't know what they, they don't. don't. And like, don't. especially when they're like two and three, mm-hmm. they do not know what is going on. Okay. Yeah. Like their whole world could be turned upside down because you didn't give them a goldfish. Right. Like, right. Or you gave it to them facing the wrong direction. Right. Or like you gave them the pink cup and not the blue cup. Exactly. That is what is important to them. And for yeah. us, 
as adults who have like a you know developed prefrontal cortex or whatever mm-hmm. it is write that down that was science yes you go girl <laughs> Like, we understand that, like, there's a lot more going on in the world and what we yeah. have, you know, it's we not rational. It. Right. So, like, pick your battles. Mm-hmm. Like, don't fight with your kids over something stupid. Like, yeah. And if it's something that's going to teach them something, you know, then maybe, like, be a little bit more firm. But, like, everything doesn't deserve a reaction. Just, like, get mm-hmm. it over with and move on. Yes. That's what that's Preach what it, girl. I, yeah. Just I read in a book recently <laughs> and like this just had me thinking about it. I read in a book recently. It was like about a kid who had a meltdown because the parent drained the bath water. And like the parent rea- it was like two different reactions. The one parent like went off on the kid essentially and was like, Why are you freaking out? It's just bath water. Like, it's time to go to bed. I already told you you're getting out of the bath. And like the second reaction was like the parent, like what asking, just asking, like, why are you so upset about the bathwater going down? And it was like the kid had imagined this whole scenario where there were pirate ships and like now all the pirates are down the drain. And so like to them, it is the end of the world. Like you just completely wrecked their whole dream. Yeah. You know? And so like to us, it's as simple as I told you, you were getting out of the bath. The bathwater needs to go down the drain. And right. so like, we can rationalize that, but to them, it's like you took my whole imaginary world and you flushed it down the toilet. Exactly. And so, like, it does mean more to them. And so, if you just take the time to be like, "Why?" and yeah. then, and then figure that out, then you can move forward. And then you can say, "Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that there were pirates in that water." Like, <laughs> well, they'll, I'm sure that they will come back out in the shower top when you have your next bath. You know, like. <laughs> But then you avoid this whole blow up situation that pulls you further from your children and you build a relationship instead. I think that that's where I went wrong for so long was like Mm -hmm. reacting in a negative way to things just because I was like, what, like, what do you mean? Because you don't understand. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay, let me flip my way of thinking around. And so, you know, that's probably the the biggest thing that I think would help parents try to understand what's going on. Right. Just understand that you don't understand. Nobody knows what's going on. That's the other thing. Nobody knows what's going on. No one knows. None of us. We can sit here and and preach and say all the things, but nobody knows what's going to happen. You are literally flying by the seat of your pants. So just like go with it. It is constant improvisation. Yeah. Just roll with it. (laughs) You're doing as long as your child is alive and well and you're fine. That's right. That's right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Megan, thank you for being on. Thank you. are you. awesome. Thank it was you so for fun. having me. This was so Definitely. fun. Definitely. I love that we just like hit all the emotions. Like it feels like we just like went through a whole journey. I feel it was like wonderful. Like, yeah. I feel like we were like really, you know, talking about the funny and then it was just like, you know what? Let's get real here. Yeah. Let's get down and to the nitty gritty now. Like, yeah. I'm a total jokester, but like at, at heart, like I just love to be so real about like parenting and yes all the stuff we go through yes i love it well thank you mama thank you for listening oh i hope you guys tune in next time and this has been moms at midnight see you guys next time bye